My name is Joshua. I am six. And And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because he's the son of God. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus, and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world, and the hope of living with him forever, so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else, and why he wants you to join him. Hey guys, it's great to be with you on another episode of the Jesus is Better podcast. I'm Alicia Yoder, and today we're finally going to see how God starts to lead the Israelites into the land he promised. We spent a few episodes hearing the speech Moses gave to the people, calling them to follow only the Lord and enjoy him in the new good land he was giving to them. But how is God going to do it? What is he going to do to make his name famous to everyone who hears of him? Over the next few weeks, we're going to discover the answers to those questions and also why it matters to us that God was keeping his long-ago promises. If you remember from the last episode, God told Moses to go up to the top of a mountain and look at the land he was going to give the Israelites. Then Moses died. So God said to Joshua, Moses' assistant, It's time to cross the Jordan River to enter the land I promised to give you and all the people. Everywhere I lead you to walk will be your land. As long as you live, no one will be able to defeat you. I will never leave you, just as I never left Moses. So be strong and have courage, following my laws, so that the people can inherit the land I promised their fathers I would give to them. If you want to be successful, I want you to learn my laws And think about them all the time, so you will remember to follow them. Don't be afraid, because I am with you. So Joshua told the officers to say to the people, Get ready, for in three days we are going to get the land God promised to us. And to the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember, that the Lord gave you the land on this side of the Jordan River. So leave your wives, little ones, and animals here and come fight with your brothers until everyone has their land. And the three tribes said, We will go wherever you send us. Just as we obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. So may God be with you, just like he was with Moses. Joshua sent two men to spy out the land, including the city of Jericho. They stayed at a woman's house named Rahab. But someone told the king of Jericho, There are Israelite men here who are searching out our land. So the king said to Rahab, 
Bring the men who have come to your house, because they have come to spy out our land. But Rahab had hidden the two men on the roof under some flax plants and said, It's true that the men were here, but I don't didn't know where they were from. And right before the gate of the city closed at dark, they left, and I don't know where they went. If you go quickly, you'll be able to catch them. So the men went all the way to the Jordan, trying to find those men, and the city gates were shut behind them. Rahab went up to the roof and said to the men, I know the Lord is giving you this land, and we are afraid of you because we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to King Sihon and King Og when you took over their land. We were so scared because of the Lord your God. He is God in the heavens above and the earth beneath. So please promise by the Lord that since I've been kind to you, you will be kind to me and my family. Give me a sign that you will keep my father and mother, brothers and sisters and their families safe. And the men said, We will count your lives as important as our own. If you don't turn us in, then when the Lord gives us this land, we will protect you. So she put a rope through her window, and since her house was built into the city wall, she helped them escape down the rope. She said, Go hide in the hills for three days, so you won't be caught. The men said, We will keep our promise to you. When we come to fight, tie a red rope in this window, and bring your whole family inside. If they stay inside the house, they will be safe. So she tied the rope to her window. After the men hid in the hills for three days, they told Joshua everything that had happened. They said, God is giving this land to us. Everyone is scared of us. The next morning, Joshua and the people camped by the Jordan River for three days. And the officers told the people, As soon as you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord being carried out by the priests, you need to follow it, but don't get too close to it. Joshua said to the people, Prepare your hearts and bodies, because tomorrow the Lord is going to do wonders among you. And Joshua told the priests to take the Ark of the Covenant, so they passed before the people. God said to Joshua, Today I'm going to show all Israel that I am with you, just as I was with Moses. Tell the priests, When you come to the edge of the Jordan River, step in and stand still. And Joshua said to the people, Come here and listen to God's words, so that you will know that the living God is among you, and he will push out the other nations from the land. When the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant step into the Jordan River, the Lord will stop the water from flowing, and it will pile up. So when the people set out following the Ark, and the priests carrying the Ark dipped their feet into the overflowing river, the water stopped flowing and piled up far away. 
The priests stood on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan while all the people passed over toward Jericho. Everyone went over quickly, including the men from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh. And the people were amazed that God was with Joshua, just like he'd been with Moses. Then the Lord said, Tell the priests carrying the ark to come up out of the Jordan River. And when they came out, as soon as their feet touched the ground on the other side of the river, the water flowed back to where it had been, overflowing its banks just like before. When everyone had gotten over, the Lord said to Joshua, Take one man from each of the twelve tribes and have them take twelve stones from the place where the priests stood in the dry river and take them with you. Set them up at our camp so that when your children ask, What are these stones? You can tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the Lord, just like he did at the Red Sea, so that everyone on earth may know that God is strong, and so that you will follow him forever. These stones are to help you to never forget. And as soon as all the kings of the Amorites and Canaanites heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan for the people of Israel to cross over, they were terrified of the people of Israel. The people renewed their covenant with God, and God said to Joshua, No one looks down on you as the slaves from Egypt anymore. While the people were camped at Gilgal, they kept the Passover feast, and the next day they gathered grain and made bread from the food in the land, and the manna stopped falling. But the people ate all the good food they found on the land. Do you think Joshua was scared to lead the people after Moses died? Do you think the people were still a little nervous about following God into a land they'd never traveled to before, even though God kept telling them it was their land? God was happy to keep reminding the Israelites of his promises over and over so that their hearts wouldn't forget or be afraid. He used a woman who lived in Jericho named Rahab to protect and encourage the spies so that they would know that the other nations were afraid of the Israelites and their God. And God blessed Rahab too, as she trusted God because the spies promised to protect her and her family. God also wanted to show this generation of Israelites and the other nations his power by drying up part of the Jordan River so that the Israelites could cross into their new land. God's laws were always with them, but he told them to set up stones so that they wouldn't forget how he showed his power and love. God even showed that he was going to keep caring for them by stopping the manna so that they could taste the food from the land he was giving them. God's promise was really coming true. But it didn't mean that they didn't need God anymore. Remember all the times Moses warned the people not to think that it was because they were so great that they got to live in this land, but because of God's love for them? 
The nations might have been scared of the Israelites and their God, but it didn't mean that they weren't going to try and keep the Israelites out of their land. God was going to bring punishment to the other nations, just like he said he would bring to the Israelites if they didn't follow him and trust in him alone. We have a different kind of enemy. Our enemy loves it when we live in fear of what will happen tomorrow and don't believe that God can really help us in what we're facing. He wants us to hate other people and think that we're better than everybody else. His name is Satan. And even though he and his demons have power, just like an enemy army, Jesus is a million times stronger. When Jesus lived on the earth and told a demon to leave a person, it always had to obey. And Satan will never be strong enough to keep God from making his promises come true. Satan especially hates it when we obey God and do things that show how great God is and that his kingdom is coming by the way we follow and talk about Jesus. So, How do we fight Satan and his demons? Do we have to swing a sword around our house? First, we need to believe that Jesus actually is stronger than Satan. Even though we've been seeing how God showed his power to the Israelites, we need to remember that his greatest power was shown on the cross by taking the punishment for our sins and defeating the power of death that wanted to keep us apart from living with Jesus forever. God's words to Joshua are the same for us. Be strong and have courage. Don't be scared because Jesus is with you wherever you go. As we think about the words and promises in the Bible, the Holy Spirit can bring the words into our thoughts when we need them when we feel scared or frustrated or discouraged. In the book of Ephesians, a man named Paul talks about putting on armor for the spiritual battle each day. We can put on Jesus' truth as a belt, his righteousness as a breastplate, his peace as our shoes, holding the shield of faith, wearing the helmet of salvation, and swinging the sword of God's Spirit which is the word of God. I like to picture Jesus and his angels fighting right alongside me. We can ask him to help us put on that armor every day, following Jesus as our perfect commander. Then, no matter what we're feeling, we can say something like, Jesus, I bring the power of your cross blood, and resurrection against every yucky, evil spirit that wants to hurt me by making me feel scared, discouraged, unloved, or frustrated. I send it to your throne for you to judge and take away. We can even ask, what do you want to give me in place of these feelings, Jesus? Jesus loves filling our hearts with his courage, trust, and hope so we can keep facing anything scary that comes with him at our side. Jesus wants to help us fight the right battles so that we will fight the forces of evil instead of the people in our lives. 
And he can even give us a love for the sibling that frustrates us the most, the teacher who doesn't always speak kindly, or the friend who doesn't apologize when he hurts us. He might send other people like our parents to pray with us and to help us in the battle or to tell us how Jesus is helping them to fight against the spiritual forces of evil wanting to hurt their hearts. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for being stronger than any fear or discouragement or loneliness that Satan wants to bring against us. We need your help every day and want to enjoy living as a part of your kingdom with you as our commander. Amen. Okay, guys, thanks for joining me today. If you think of a friend who you want to share this episode with, why not tell your mom or dad? Let's go fight that battle.